A few years ago, we grew and sold a business that forever changed our lives. At first, we really struggled trying to figure out which tools to use to help run and organize our community. But that all changed once we discovered Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, passions, and experiences into enriching online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, thriving communities, personalized coaching, and more. The best part, Kajabi doesn't take a cut of your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. So you keep 100% of what you earn. And with Kajabi, you also get robust analytics, easy payment options, email marketing tools, and customizable website templates all built in. You don't need a huge audience to make sustainable income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash M-U. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash M-U. Go to kajabi.com slash M-U and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, what's going on, millionaire people? No, no, no I tried. I tried to bring the Justin Tara. high energy. Hey, hey, what's going on, fellow future millionaires? Welcome to another episode of the Millionaire University Podcast, the only school where you learn to make lots of money instead of not making money. See, Tara, that's how you do it. Oh, that was, that was better. You almost had it. You were so close. We'll work on it. All right, Tara, I got a question for you. If I were to give you a lever long enough, what would you do with it? I could move the world. You could move the if world. If I was Archimedes. <laughs> Today, we are going to talk about leverage. We're going to talk about five points of leverage. In fact, basically, this is a conclusion that I have come to. Most people don't know or believe or recognize that they can start a business and make tons of money. Next, you have a group of people who believe they can, but they don't do it. <laughs> they think it's possible. They don't really take action, right? They don't implement. And then you have the group of people who do implement. They take action. That automatically puts them in the 2% of the population. Congratulations. You took action on your idea. Good job. But at some point, most business owners hit a plateau. Mm -hmm. They get to that six-figure mark or like just barely hitting six figures or maybe even less, right? Or just survival or just survival, they've essentially created a job for themselves and they don't even understand what happened. They're like, why am I working my brains out? I don't have to think for myself. No one's thinking for me. That's a joke, you're supposed to laugh. Oh. <laughs> Normally you go to a job and like someone else tells you exactly what to do. I'm so funny. I have to think for myself. I'm working my guts out. I don't have like an exact know what's gonna happen and I'm not really making a whole lot more money. Or they're making a lot of money, but they are working way too much or they're too stressed out or they just can't step away from it. Why does this happen? So I've been thinking about this. And essentially every single time it's because they have not implemented either one or multiple points of leverage. 
if you want to get to the next level in your business, you have got to be willing to implement a point of leverage. Just how you started your business, you had fears and concerns and things to get over. You now have a different level of different concerns. You have different fears, concerns that you need to get over. But the cool thing is, you've done it once before. You've gotten over those fears before. You're able to make that change. You're able to make the leap. If you can do it this time, it'll make you freaking rich. <laughs> I'm, I'm like kind of joking, but I'm not joking. Yeah. Like I hear so many people say, oh, but I'm afraid to let go of control of this. Or if I do that, or that's hard. Or what if this happens? I'm like, listen, or they listen, don't e Linda, listen, Linda. They don't even put themselves in the category. It's like, it's because of this thing outside of me that I can't get to where I want to go. Totally. Like, I'm not saying it's going to be easy to implement this point of leverage, just how it wasn't easy to take the leap into launching your business. But if when you do it, after you fell multiple times and it finally works, if you're able to implement the leverage that we're going to talk about today, that's how you create a seven-figure business. That's how you create a business that can give you back time freedom. It gives you everything. So it's so worth it. But only just a small handful of people actually do it. So let's do this. You ready? Let's do it. Okay. Leverage point number one is people. Working with and leveraging the time, knowledge, resources of other people is by far one of, if not the most effective ways to grow your business. The other day I was talking to a guy who's a mobile mechanic. He owns his own business. And I was saying, how's business? He's like, oh, it's, it's busy. I'm swamped. Like I can't even go to all the people that want me to come to their house and work on their cars. And I was like, oh, have you ever thought about hiring people? And he's like, yeah, I've thought about it. But and he brought up these different excuses or reasons or why it might be hard or this and that. And you know, I tried to talk to him about it a little bit, but also it wasn't like a business coaching session. He was there to work on our car. <laughs> But I was just like shaking my head. So I'm like, man, this guy, he's figured out how he can make $100 an hour. But because he can't get over the mindset hurdle of bringing someone else on that he could pay, you know, $30 an hour, he's kind of stuck. And while he's created a business for himself, he's kind of actually created like a decent paying job. And we've talked about this before, but it was hard for us at different times when we brought on different people and had to let go of things. And we're going through that again right now with different people that we're bringing on. And it doesn't always work out exactly how you want. There's a lot of growing pains. But if and when you are able to find, train, and work with the right people, you can literally make as much money, more money than you can ever even need to live. So it's so worth it. So I'm just begging with you guys, please see that. Yes, it will be hard if you have these feelings coming in that says, oh, this is hard. That's scary. I don't know what to do. Working with people is difficult. What if they do X, Y, and Z? Like it's going to take time, energy, effort. You're going to have to learn how to do it. You're going to have to take action on it. But once you get that figured out, once you get the right people doing the right things, you will wake up one day and I'm speaking from experience of feeling this and you'll be like, what am I supposed to do today? <laughs> and it's an amazing feeling and other people will be out doing things for you and running your business for you. And they might reach out and they'll have questions and you can still work as much as you want. You can go grow the next thing or keep growing your business, but it is so worth it. Sometimes you got to take a step back to take 10 forward. Sometimes you got to go down before you go up. And that's what bringing on people, training them, outsourcing, partnering in some ways, if and when it makes sense, can change everything. And if it doesn't work out the first time, that's totally fine. Learn from it and keep going and growing because it will change your life. Like we only have one life to live and you can definitely within a lifetime <laughs> or within a you know, couple of years, whatever it takes, 
you can figure this out and it'll change your entire life forever. There's a quote I read yesterday that said, basically, whatever your fears are, those are your limitations. So if you have fears around this, you will have limitations on this. But I promise you that if you will tackle this, it will be well worth it. Well worth it for you. You'll be a better boss, be a better employer, better partner. You'll be a better company. And if you're struggling with some of those things of, well, how do I find someone? How do I hire? How do I? Yeah, it can be a little tricky. We did a podcast on that episode 40, where we talk about these things and go into more detail. So if you need a little more info, go check that out. But people are incredible resources. They can be hard. They can be challenging. But man, your business can explode with the right people. Leverage point number two is processes and systems. Processes or systems are amazing because they take a problem or something that consistently comes into your business and they simplify it. So you're not wasting a ton of time, energy, conversation, training on it. You figure out how it works. You train other people on it, train them well, and then you implement that system so that when things come your way, you know how to handle them. For example, let's say you go to Chick-fil-A. If I go there anywhere, I actually don't really love Chick-fil-A. Sorry, guys. I don't, <laughs> hopefully I didn't make any enemies here, but... Well, we... we like the business our kids love it i don't understand the obsession but anyways (laughs) (laughs) well we don't love any fast food really but but i'm amazed at their systems like if you have a system to where you come in and you pretty much get the same thing every time and it's basically ran by teenagers that is impressive my pleasure what do you need here's this (laughs) this is what it looks like this is what it tastes like if i go to the drive-thru in chick-fil-a and i order a sandwich they don't have to figure out like where am i going to cook this and who's going to make the sauce and They have these systems. So it's simple. It's a well-oiled machine. When employees come in, when they go, they have things that they know what to do and how it works. So yes, they hit bumps along the way for sure. But these systems make it easy for them to run their business on the day-to-day. But because someone created the systems and processes of the things that they do again and again and again, they're literally able to make thousands. I don't know how many Chick-fil-A's there are. Like just thousands of Chick-fil-A's is a well-oiled machine. So how can somebody go about creating systems and processes in their business? So every day, it's not like, let's redo this again. Let's reinvent the wheel every day again. Let's figure this out. That would be, you would not make very much money doing that. You have to have systems and processes in your business. How would someone go about doing that? Well, first of all, you're going to take a look at your day and go, what are the things I'm doing every single day that I have to continue to reiterate or re-explain or retrain? And you take that and you make a system out of it. Some people record videos. This is exactly how I do this to this. Or they make Google Sheets or they create calendars. But you basically are taking something that happens every single day. And instead of someone coming in not knowing what to do and asking you every single time, what do we do here? You create an organized system. You then teach other people how to do it. You then train them how to do it, kind of give them some training wheels for a bit. And then you let them run with it. And you have some checks and balances as they go on their own. As you can see, some of these bleed in together, right? Mm-hmm. Train somebody, right? you need people. But to give some more examples of systems and processes, like it just reminds me of flipping houses. Like how in the world were we flipping a hundred houses a year without seeing them? Mm-hmm. We took everything that was repetitive in that business. First of all, we try not to be like a jack of all trades. We try to focus in a certain area. We try to flip a certain kind of house. And then the idea was, okay, what kind of paint do we want to use on every single house? What kind of flooring do we want to use on every house? Other things that were taking a lot of time was contractor bids. So we came up with a system for that where they knew exactly what we were going to pay them before they even saw the house, before they even made the bid. We came up with systems and processes for buying houses to where we didn't even have to know about a house until we had it under contract, which is insane if you think about it. 
So we've been selling our house. So I've been dealing with a lot of repairs and different things. And there are people who are very systematic and there are people who are just responding to texts that I send them. So usually I'll call an office and let's say I need a dishwasher repaired. They'll have someone there, a secretary or someone who will field the calls. Did that happen recently? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Multiple times maybe. And I'll call them. They will field the call, answer a certain questionnaire, and then that person will then say, okay, thank you for all this information. I will find a technician, and then I will text you. They'll get a technician. They'll get the right one for my specific situation. He will then text me and say, here's my ETA. I'll be coming around this time. Some people are really organized, and they have great time in ETA and communication. Some, I'm texting some guy. I don't know who he is. He's over here, and you can tell he's really busy, and he shows up too. But the more systematized you are, the more systems you have in place, the more people you're able to reach and service. Now, I want to be super clear if anyone's getting overwhelmed, like, oh, no, I got to have all these systems and processes. Like, it starts with taking action if you're not currently taking action. And then you start to identify the things that are repetitive, the things that happen time and time again. And those are the things you want to systematize. A lot of times people want to systematize before they've even done anything. They're like, okay, how did you do this? Well, I need to know exactly the system. It's like, We've always tried something out and got something going. And then when it starts to get overwhelming, we go, okay, we need a system for this because this is continually coming. So those steps allow us to see what we need and then create systems for those. And then the systems will graduate over time too. It's not like you have a system. It's like, this is the only way. Those are always evolving. And remember, eliminate, automate, delegate. And in that order. So you may be doing a lot of things that aren't really your core focus. It's best to eliminate those. And then you want to try to automate things and then you delegate. That's how you want to go about it. Don't just try to create a system for like a hundred things and then you'll be all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like that's no good. No bueno. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash MU, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash MU to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash MU. More and more entrepreneurs and investors are discovering the awesome franchise opportunities that exist across a variety of industries. Franchising can simply be the better path and interest in franchising is at an all time high. Lucky for you, John Austinson, founder of Fran Bridge Consulting and a past Millionaire University guest, is here to help you explore the premier franchise opportunities today. John and his Frambridge Consulting team are part of the largest franchise brokerage in the U.S. and have vetted the market thoroughly. Frambridge is hands down the premier source for the best opportunities in the franchise world, including both active and passive opportunities. From tiny homes to youth soccer to industrial hoses to pets, senior care to mental health and more. John has served as an Inc. 500 franchisor and is a multi-brand franchisee himself. 
and he does more placements than anyone else in the country. Sign up for a free consultation call with John today or get a free copy of his book, Non-Food Franchising, at FranBridgeConsulting.com. That's FranBridgeConsulting.com. Available in the U.S. and Canada. The third point of leverage are tools and software. Tara, what do we mean by tools and software? Well, you have physical tools, machinery, trucks, tools, <laughs> cars, vehicles, all yeah, kinds no, of that's huge. All kinds of tools. I mean, think about it. Lots of big businesses like machines just cranking out like that's huge leverage. There's no way they could be as successful as they are if they did everything by hand. Yeah. Say, Warehouses. Right? There's some pretty amazing technology out there in regard to tools. So in lots of online businesses, you have tools like software tools, CRMs, things that keep track of things. You have email autoresponders. Could you imagine trying to reach out to everybody one by one mm -hmm. in all the ways? I mean, sometimes that's appropriate. But it's not leverage per se, mm -hmm. unless someone else is doing it for you. Yeah. It's <laughs> leverage, right? There are some really cool software companies out there. I mean, the things that people automate these days is pretty incredible. Like we literally have a software company that automates reviews, which are huge for your online presence. So there's really, really cool stuff out there. I mean, just what's coming out with like AI, it's pretty incredible. So another example of this, this kind of will bleed into our next one, which is media but it's kind of literally what we're doing right now, right? Like we're using Adobe Audition to record this. We're speaking into microphones. There's a mixer over here. Derek was asking me about this yesterday. I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's something faster. <laughs> something about for podcasting. See, another point of leverage. Tara is good at things that I'm not. So. And another point of leverage is Justin's good at things that I'm not. Aww. Point of leverage is marry someone who's good at things. <laughs> yeah. Go get married. Mar marry the right person. No, I'm just kidding. No, don't use that as an excuse. Find a way to make it work no matter what. No excuses. But kind of along that vein is if you want to coach people, you know, you could do one-on-one, -on -one, which isn't bad. But if you do one-to-many, but how do you do one-to-many? You leverage different platforms. You can use software to record videos, put that on a platform, and then hundreds of people can see it. You can drive traffic to it. You can sell these courses through leverage with follow-up emails that are automated, right? So Doing some of this stuff is not necessarily simple. And once again, we don't want you to be overwhelmed. You do not need to implement all points of leverage all at once. Do one at a time as it makes sense for you and your situation with your business. But once again, to reiterate the point, if you are stuck and you're not reaching the amount of income or the level that you want, it's more than likely because you need to implement at least one, if not a couple points of leverage in your business. So we kind of already covered this, but the next one is media. For example, we're on a podcast, things like TV, like there's different ways that you can reach a lot of people at one time versus one-on-one. -on -one. So Tara and I are talking right now and this podcast will be heard by thousands of people, which, which is, is pretty, pretty crazy. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, right? <laughs> like you and I are in here alone on a Saturday talking and thousands of people will hear it. Like that's leverage. It's also leverage. Like one of the things that we're going to start doing is getting interviewed on other podcasts. For example, this next Friday, we have an interview on the Beyond the To-Do List show with Eric Fisher. And I think he has like, I don't know, like 40,000 people that listen to each episode. Or I think it's like 120,000 people per month or something like that. So we're going to literally get in front of tens of thousands of people who are not our audience. And it's all through technology. It's all through media. Like tens of thousands of people are going to be able to hear our message and then know about Millionaire University and the things that we talk about. And it's just insane that that's possible. Like sometimes I just want to like, 
grab people and shake them on the shoulders or even myself sometimes i we even take it for granted at times right it's like oh we got to do some work it's like look at the day and age that we live in look at what we have i mean think about back in the stone age right it's like it was hard to make money back then <laughs> you're supposed to laugh you're not laughing at my jokes oh, i'm thinking i didn't live in the stone age <laughs> but my point is is sometimes they talk about the immigrant edge and people come to America or to whatever country where they have certain freedoms and they're like, wow, I can do anything. Like we live in a time and an age in the information age and in the media age where you can make anything happen. Is it easy? No, it doesn't mean it's easy, but the fact that you can do it, if you put in the time, effort, energy, the mental, just like work through the mental uh, stuff that we all go through, you can literally do anything. Like it's an insane, crazy thing like media is super powerful. Once again, I'm not saying everyone should use media right off the bat, but that is an amazing point of leverage that you can use in so many amazing ways. That coupled especially with technology, with the tools, with the so different software that's out there. It's insane, absolutely and, insane. And another amazing point of leverage with media is that when you have a following, that is a huge point of leverage. Oh, you've got this many people listening to you. Okay, let's do this together. And so we know as we grow this podcast, the leverage that we have to work with other people, to partnership on different things, the opportunities will grow exponentially according to how we grow on media. And so media is a big one. And that's why you hear about exponential growth or the compound effect. If you may have read the book from Darren Hardy, great book if you haven't read it. You put in these efforts and at the beginning it feels... Oh, am I getting anywhere? Because no one's given you like 20 bucks an hour to start a business. It's something you got to go out there and you got to just do on your own. You got to have a little bit of faith, a little bit of trust in the process. But it's not just blind faith. It's from things that you've learned. You've educated yourself. You have this knowledge and you're applying it. But as you get going, as you take action on your business, and then as you start to implement these points of leverage, they start to build on each other. I love to watch documentaries. So I was watching one recently where this GM factory shut down in the Midwest and all of these factory workers got laid off. So they didn't have a job for 18 months, a couple years, and they were really struggling, which makes a lot of sense. And then this Chinese company came in and they were selling or creating glass that they would sell to automobile companies. Anyways, this new company comes in and these people used to get paid maybe $20, $35 an hour. And now they're getting like 14 and they're so mad. They're so stuck. They were so frustrated, so stuck. They had to create this union. And I'm like... This is wild. Every person in that factory probably has a phone and they probably have a podcast on there and they have no idea the possibility of what their life could be, but they did not have any point of leverage. Besides, I have position at this factory and the factory controls everything. Therefore, all I can do is work or not work. So points of leverage are huge and understanding them and knowing them and having them provides opportunity in your life. The last point of leverage is money. Now, once again, I feel like I'm constantly trying to give the right expectations. I'm not saying that you need to have a ton of money to start a business at all. I'm not saying that you need to go raise a ton of money, but it is a point of leverage. Mm -hmm. It is something that can multiply your efforts if used correctly when and as it makes sense. Or it can speed your efforts up so that it's not necessarily organic and takes a little longer. So what we typically recommend is you got to take action. You got to nail it before you scale it. You got to figure something out. But let's say that you're doing an e-com business, for example. And we talked about, what episode did we talk about ROI in? Horse. We bought a horse. Fergie, stand up for glory. You got this, baby. 36. <laughs> Number 36. So go back to episode 36 if you want to hear us talk more about ROI. But basically, let's say that you have an e-commerce business. Let's say that you're selling... Kitchen goods. You're selling kitchen goods. Tara likes to make a mean 
Pancake. Pancake, yes. <laughs> and so she's selling pans. She's selling something in the kitchen. And you sell these kitchen goods and that you recognize, okay, it cost me this much to advertise it. It cost me this much to make it, this much to ship it. And I can see that for every dollar I spend, I can make $5 back. But the problem is I don't have enough dollars to spend. And so I'm like, okay, I guess I just have to do what I have. No, that's where you use leverage. That's where you recognize, wow, I'm making like 100%, a 200% annualized return on this and it's pretty consistent. Now don't go crazy right out of the gate because if you go and borrow like tens of millions of dollars, like you may not have the same demand, but slowly but surely, if you need to borrow a little bit of money, because it's not that hard to borrow money at six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10%, even kind of partner with someone if you need to, right? Like if Tara were to come to me and say, hey, I'm making these like 100 to 200% returns on this business, if you lend me $100,000, I will give you like a certain percentage of the equity, either in the business or in this particular thing, right? Mm -hmm. Any of these pans that we sell for the $100,000 that you give me, will give you like 20% of the profit. You can do it that way, or you can just do like a 10% type deal. Mm -hmm. So if you're making 100% on your money in a year, Tara, and you're paying me 10%, now I say 10%, we're talking about annualized. So if you only borrow my $100,000 for six months, how much would that be? It'd be $5,000. If you're making 100% annualized in six months, you're gonna make $50,000, right? So you're gonna make $45,000. So that's the kind of leverage of money that you want to use. But once again, go back and listen to that episode if you wanna understand ROI a little bit more. But using money as leverage point is huge. Just make sure you don't go out and borrow millions and millions of dollars for something that you have no idea what you're talking about. It's just- That's stressful. That's stressful and takes a lot of time, energy, effort. Now, if you have a product or something, or you know someone who knows, you're very confident it's gonna work, you have a good business plan, all that stuff, you have someone who can raise money, cool, go do that. But we recommend using money once you've nailed it and then you're ready to scale it, if and as it makes sense. What's cool too is once you start making your own money, you can then take your money and lend it to someone else at a great interest rate and have a passive income coming in, which is pretty darn incredible to have money out there working for you, just out there working every day, day and night, and you're getting paid on it. That's pretty fun. My brother Derek is here visiting with his family, and he was talking about how he was listening to this guy who was saying, at first you work really hard in your business. You are doing everything on your own. At some point, then you start to hire people or the next business you hire some people and then you make enough money to where the next business you just hire someone to run it for you, right? You hire a CEO and we're here doing Millionaire University because it's something that we love and we're passionate about, but we're also working with other people and saying, here, go start this business. Like we'll give you money to start the business and that's a really cool position to be in, especially if you know what you're doing, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying if you don't know what you're doing, just go give tons of money out to tons of people like Tara would say willy nilly, which I've never done. <laughs> Don't do that. It's always a risk, you know. But it is pretty exciting if you do have extra million dollars, couple million dollars, that you can invest a little bit of that, 100,000, in someone that you see, oh, this person knows how to sell this thing, this software. And I know this guy who knows how to create the software, right? People, leverage, tools, leverage, money, leverage, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? It gets really exciting. So there's all kinds of ways you can use, you can borrow money, it can be a form of leverage, and then you can leverage the money that you have to have that money go out. And as uh, Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Shark, what's his name? Mr. Mr. Wonderful. Yeah. I was going to say Mr. Meanhead, but he's Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> as he would say, like, your money can go out and make baby monies, and it comes back to you tenfold. It's a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. Any final comments, Tara? I know you got to take kids. Nope. <laughs> I'm going to go leverage my driving skills and take some kids to all the different activities that they're doing. 
All right, let's do this. You guys got this leverage. Where are you stuck? What point of leverage can you focus on today that will help grow your business? Amen. Speaking of leverage, we have been doing a lot of studying and connecting with people to help us improve our SEO and content on the Millionaire University website and grow our email list. And as we do learn, implement, we will be sharing all the goods with you as well. So be sure to follow or subscribe wherever you are listening now to stay up to date on all the good things here at MU. And we will talk to you next time on the Millionaire University Podcast. Class dismissed.